Well, hello. Welcome to Ergo. I'm Kiss, and I'm guessing you're probably in a similar situation. Both Damon and I, of course, are quarantined right now. I'm here in my apartment with Rosie. You want to say hello, Rosie? Hello. Are you tired of me yet? Not yet. How long do you think I got? Mm, 30 days. Okay, good to know. We'll keep marking it off on the calendar. Damon is quarantined a little bit farther south in the city with his boo, Jennifer. Um, But ergo continues. We're going to be bringing you some new original episodes in the next couple weeks that we're recording uh, remotely. But for today, we have an episode from back before the world turned upside down. Uh, Damon and I recorded this episode in Los Angeles back in February with the incredible photographer, art director, and visual creator, Chrissy. She was so nice to let us come over to her house to record in the home studio, as well as we got an invite to game night, which was a blast. Um, And I think Damon and I really held our own in game night. Uh, It was a great conversation. We talked about her move out there with her boo, who was a past Ergo guest, Saba. Uh, The transition that they've had out there, building her community in this new place. Uh, Some of the projects she's been working on, how she learns the skills of a photographer, having a good eye for design and color and all those types of things. It's a really fun conversation, definitely like a break from the apocalyptic world that we're in right now. It's light, it's fun, but there's some really good stuff in there. Hope you all enjoyed. Like I said, we're going to have some new In the Midst of Quarantine episodes coming up in the next couple weeks, talking about how people are responding, what type of on-the-ground organizing work is happening in ways that we can all be contributing. But for now, enjoy this conversation with Chrissy who you can find on Instagram at Q-U-R-I-S-S-Y. All right, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy, and let's get it. Do you watch Curb? Yeah, I do. The, Not uh, like all You didn't see the, 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 new, sorry, that's okay. the new season that just came out? I watched one episode. You see the thing with the wobbly, wobbly table? Mm-mm. Was that in the first episode? Yeah. Damn. I did look at my phone a lot. <laughs> Curve is a show you can do that to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fuck with the show. You're never going to like miss like an important yeah. plot point. You can, yeah. you can detach. You yeah. can. You can. <laughs> I fuck with the show though. It's funny. It's so stupid. Like the problems are really stupid. Yeah. And that's why it's frustrating <laughs> to me. And sometimes I detach and I'm like, this is just avoidable as fuck. <laughs> but it'd be funny. What have you been watching? Ooh, I watched Sex Education. Just yeah. binged it. That's my I'm shit. almost done. It's good. It's really so good. good. They are like really getting it right. And I mean, I guess like anything, like there are ways they can definitely be better, but I think they're doing really, really well. It's not like anything I've ever seen before. Like it's like a different type right. of show. Right. Well, like I would only compare them to like Euphoria. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's also new, which was also a great show. But then there were also like decades of teen dramas. That right? were and it's nothing like, <laughs> like this. And yeah, it's just yeah. so good. And also that like I can feel that way and I'm an adult. Like, right. Because teen dramas are for teenagers, you know? like Typically, yes. <laughs> you're generally supposed to be older, like in your 20s and 30s and be like, eh, yeah, this isn't for me. But like it's an incredible show. Show. Yeah, and Grace and Frankie mm. just finished the last season of that. I love them girls; they're amazing and hilarious. The sex education watch... is worth. I've been recommending it today. I'm oh, have you started yet or no? No, I was waiting. For, he opened the door, and I was like, "Oh, I'm waiting for a second. And <laughs> oh man, provided. you gotta do it. Yeah, <laughs> second did his motion. You, the you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. It is because yeah. me, 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 and Jen, we both like we propose things, and we're like, "Ah, uh, we'll see." 
and then we wait for like the world <laughs> to tell us, oh yeah, we, we are all right. So so now I go back like okay. I think I'm only like that with horror films, oh. unless it like like the trailer looks good or something. I like wait. To but get you're into you're in, but you will films. do it because I love horror films. Uh. But so many are just like funny. And you're not supposed to be funny because you're a horror yeah. film. So I'd be like, not aware that life is scary. <laughs> like that's this, how I feel. It's like, why am I going to go feel shit. an emotion that I already feel? Yeah, that's real, and that's what everyone who hates that's horror like, films be telling me. It's, it's like cliche, you yeah. literally make no sense. It's interesting. That I don't like horror because I do really love shows where death is on the line. Mm. Like mm. Where the stakes are that high. Yeah, that's fair. If if a show is is life and death, and you give me a good plot within that. Like it don't gotta be some like gangster <laughs> violent shit, but in general, yeah. Ozark. Ozark has, is a good show. Yeah, good show. that just that just came. That is way, a really really good show. Shit was They're killing raw. it. It's coming back out in March. I was just gonna say, I feel like it's coming back soon. Yep, or like some Narcos type shit. I like you know that's Narcos the type of was really I good do. too. I didn't finish you it do though. Like a drama. Yeah, I no. like a violent. A violent drama. drama. Yeah. Those are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It took me a while to recognize that. I was like, oh, this is probably, pro- like, why am I, like, feeling like these emotional, cathartic yeah. relationships to white violence? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I really love emotionally sad shit. Just, like, mm. super deep in your feelings ass. Like, yeah. I want to cry right now. Like, it's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, but I struggle to watch stuff like that if niggas not about to die. <laughs> like, like you just you just, you just regularly die. sad like like you just like <laughs> it can't be internal conflict. yeah just like oh i'm sad and like but we're struggling except no, for I feel you, I feel you. that marriage story thing that was cool you did watch it yeah that was cool really you it was excruciating it? but it was cool it's fucking i saw that one clip and was just like it's excruciating mm-hmm. but it's well done you want to watch people pretend to be having a really hard time? That's right, a movie. Yeah, that movie. It looks like they were just pretending. Yeah. And it was just so like... Mm. Oh, you talk about the scene where they like fall out and yeah. shit? Oh, yeah. That's the clip I saw Oh, online, yeah. Seeing that out of context like, is... That's too much. That's way too much. The acting's really good in it. And it the is. writing's good. It's a good movie. It's just like... It'll really so make you not want to get divorced. <laughs> that was yeah. at least my... Re- not that I was thrilled about the concept before, but... It was like, yeah. man, that shit looks terrible. Especially like the California divorce. The California divorce. Yeah, you know, like that the Hollywood avocado on it, <laughs> right? You know, like the Hollywood divorce lawyer type of oh, like Beverly yeah. Hills type thing. Yeah, the divorce sounds like a pain in the ass thing. You know, like that's a that's a or at least on movies and TV. I don't know. Yeah. I've never lived in California or been divorced, <laughs> but you've seen movies and TV, <laughs> right? All right, let's do a thing. Let's rock. Hey. Wow, another another day, another beautiful home studio that isn't ours. This is euphoria. This is spectacular. This is where I want to be. We're still out here in California, and we're with a very, very special guest. You yes. want to do the honors? We have an official sweetheart <laughs> here with us today. <laughs> Photographer, curator, art director, and creative designer. No. Oh. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That feels <laughs> like, like what you do. You were intrigued. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll take that. I'm throwing it on you. I creative designed a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done yeah. that. We got Chrissy in the building with us. <laughs> Actually, more accurately, we're in the building with Chrissy. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Chrissy's we're, in the We're in your home. <laughs> so yeah. thank you for having us Thanks in your home. Oh, y'all are so welcome. That, that, that is an extra little oomph, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to get down. I think we've had many people on who I don't think would let us in their home. <laughs> yeah, y'all are super welcome to you. in my yeah. home. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I feel like everybody would welcome y'all into their home. Uh, 
Let's Y'all see. are very like genuine people, like well, off the bat. I appreciate you know that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, there's some people you got to get to know mm, to know. Mm, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. feel like y'all auras are just like very yellow. Ah, uh-huh. interesting. Can you uh, tell us what the hell you mean by that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't do really some aura color know design. what mm-hmm. that means for auras. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, auras, when they're yellow, they mean this. But if I was a person who was like, yeah, totally, this is how you design auras. Mm. <laughs> You'd be throwing some yellow. Yellow is the supreme. Y'all, absolutely, for sure. Yellow and like purples and blues, top tier mm. auras, for what, sure. What's the worst aura color palette? Mm. I don't want to say worse, but one that I'd be like Lowest. questionable about. Like, uh-huh. oh, you're uh, shit skeptical is. of. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. it's like, oh, I'm not giving you a loan. <laughs> right, like, <laughs> you think, what don't... color would you say? Probably a dark green. Ooh, like a forest green? Yeah, like a forest green. Mm. Which mm. I love that color, but it's also like, hmm, what's going on? Yeah, there's some some obscuring going on. Yeah, there. it feels obscure. <laughs> it's funny you said yellow. I'm glad that my aura is yellow. It's I don't ever wear yellow. It doesn't look good on me. Really? So I'm glad that aura was. It's a good color to wear. Not on a not on a white. <laughs> <laughs> you set me up so perfectly. <laughs> I was really hoping you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if you found the right yellow, like you could probably do a like mustard a, yellow. Like a golden uh, Like not pale yellows, yeah, yeah. but okay. like if you got no, a like a Mustard yellow, a corduroy mustard yellow mm-hmm. pant. Yeah, here's the you thing. You probably yeah. could go crazy. My partner's pants are all exactly that color. I fuck uh. with her. She's, so she, just since we're on color, and then I'll put yeah. Just, yeah. If you need a color strategist, Rosie Fitz is for hire. Shout out Rosie Fitz. Let's hire get, her. Let's get back to, to you. What, 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 what is y'all's policy on, on a boo match, though? I've, I've, I've wavered on, on boo matching. Mm. I feel like I'm being an asshole. So it's like, oh, let me let this weird thing go. But like, but wait, what's boo matching? Matching your boo. Oh, <laughs> like, like too hard. Like you just said, like it was a thing. Yeah, like because it, it's happened because we've done it ac- accidentally or incidentally, and then looked at each other. Never like people, intentionally. And people though? do a thing. Yeah, <sighs> uh, you've done it intentionally. I. I've been complicitly okay, part okay, of and supporting sure, sure. the match. <laughs> yeah. I've never initiated. You've benefited from the system of the match. I've never initiated a match. <laughs> yeah, no. I actually <laughs> never have either. And we've accidentally matched before. I mean, and that's bound to have, How many days, how yeah, many outfits right? are there, you know? And it's like, every time it happens, it's like, you won't be like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most times we're just wearing black, so that doesn't count. Oh, yeah, yeah that doesn't true. count. Because the whole black fit is just fire. And if somebody yeah. else pulls up in a whole black fit, it's like, Great. Oh no, we're just cool together. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're gonna be we're gonna be formal and be traditional oh, here. Brother. We have we have a practice and a ritual, as you know here. I do know. A two part question to get us going in this time and define time, however you will. This hour, day, season, lifetime. How is the world treating you and how are you treating the world? As much as I listen to y'all, I did not prepare for this question. <laughs> it's, an in the, it's a, it's a <laughs> question you shouldn't be prepared for. Right. So I, I feel kind of good about it. Um, how is the world treating me? I feel like very fairly. Hmm. I think I'm in a big transition stage right now. And I felt very supported in the transition. And I feel like I've been meeting people who are very like welcoming and genuine and i feel like that's very rare to hear when you move to la yeah so it feels like the world got me right now Mm -hmm. and i think i got the world back too 
not too long ago, I was feeling like, oh, yeah, I'm like weirdly calm about everything. Like, this is a huge <laughs> thing. And when people are like, so how's this big move? I'm like, everything is kind of just like fine. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, shit, is everything not fine? And I'm being oh, apathetic. Man. Oh, no. Yeah. But I think actually I am calm. <laughs> like, the, old, the old, is it not okay that I'm okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think, yeah, I think I've been treating the world with a lot of wonder and reciprocation. Mm. So you mentioned this transition time. People always uh, share a lot of like LA stereotypes when people talk about millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> what's proven true? What's proven not true? And what are you tired of hearing people ask you about? Ah, uh, okay. Proven true traffic is absolutely ass, but also proven not true. It's not ass all day long. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you mean. And I don't know if it's just because, like, where I live and that probably has something to do with it. But, like, I have been on the expressway or just, like, on the street and no one else has been there. And people made that seem like it's not a thing. Mm. And it's, like, 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. And I'm just, like, strolling. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, this isn't that bad. But absolutely rush hour and, like, maybe another two hours past rush hour. You're not getting anywhere mm-hmm. on time. Um, so traffic is that 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 myth that is true. Stands true. Okay. Um, I was just telling Damon that like I haven't met too many people who like were shifty or shady yet, but already coming in, I feel like I came with some discernment. The one thing when people move to cities, and then all the advice comes that I always try to remember is like a lot of that advice is coming from people who haven't lived in cities before. Like, yeah, if yeah. you haven't lived in a city and you move to Los Angeles, <laughs> right? you think like, everybody's These wild. people are so rude and they're so crazy and the traffic's so bad. It's like, just because you lived in a 10,000 person town. Right? Yeah. And this it's is like, just called Metropolis. This is called yeah. <laughs> cohabitating with millions. Like, and, right, like I've seen the people, but I haven't had to meet them or interact with them for yeah. real. So yeah, I've been hella Gucci. Like I've been very decent. That's wonderful. So, so much of our show, as you know, is rooted in community at large, but also like a specific community. And, you know, I I introduced you as like, you know, an official sweetheart because you come always into the space, (laughs) into all spaces and you just bring a warmth and you bring a comfort that that I always feel. I always feel relieved and happy to see you. you and like, okay, now I'm going to be at least one degree less awkward. I'm one <laughs> good person that I could go have a real conversation with and like exchange the love. Like they don't all hate me. <laughs> oh, and I don't hate all of them, right? right. Like That's I, really cool because I place. feel the same way. It's like, oh, look at this. <laughs> and that I, yellow. Yes. I feel that yellow. <laughs> yes, and you are very yellow and I feel like you have that effect. And when I hear you spoke about, like that is what comes across. So you have taken this... A uh, wonderful and courageous step that has stereotypes, but also is like mythical to mm-hmm. us Chicagoans. And like you bust the LA moves in terms <laughs> yeah. of of like communal spirit mm-hmm. and like having to reform or recreate or be mm-hmm. further in distance from it. How are you reflecting or feeling about that? Mm. So before I go on reflection, I feel like <laughs> I should talk about how I feel like I'm currently building a community, mm. and it's really funny. Because it's coming out of game night. True. And true, true, true. Just like was a thing that happened. It wasn't planned. Which we're ecstatic for. I cannot wait to have this game night. We're interviewing pre game This is the pre game. Yeah, this is, this yes, is a pre game interview. <laughs> <laughs> it's, re- it's been super, super fun. Um, and then from that, like we've invited 
friends over and then every once in a while a friend would bring a friend mm. and it's like oh look at this other like very cool person and they're chill and i think it's also a great way to meet somebody because off rip like especially if you're ga- playing a game like cards against humanity like you're learning their humor so it's like mm. i feel like you're learning right. another level of their personality mm. that you wouldn't otherwise unless they're just like a super extroverted ass person um so that's been feeling really good and i think when i've been thinking about that it's provided this sense of calm that I've been feeling because I think, I mean, I came out here knowing a couple people already, mm-hmm. but some of those people were my friends and some of those people were my partner's friends. So it's right. like, you know, this degree of distance. I was like, oh yeah, they cool. But like, they really only come around cause you're going to be right, there type right, shit. Right, right. So in reflecting on like the people that or the community that I have left, it feels a little easier because it feels like I'm building one from this random act of just like fun and laughter. Mm. But also FaceTime exists. So That's I be seeing my niggas all the time. <laughs> it's not not the eighteen fifties, you know what I'm saying? Back <laughs> right. forever. Once I had to take a quick break. I okay, just, cool. I just fucked up. I you fucked their, up. I took the riddle keys. Oh. oh damn. <laughs> I wonder if I would just call an Uber, but they just drive over there. That's I might funny. have to like just be kind of on text alert That's to let him know when he's pulling up, but Okay. Ooh, okay. That is so funny. How yeah. random. You just he just like handed him the keys. I explained so I mean he got, Yeah, you got to explain. English wasn't his first language so he's like oh, oh he's damn. Funny, but he was super nice. He's like uh, give me my tip. So <laughs> right. like, I got you. I Bro, that's that's yeah, no question. Yeah. 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 You sweet. Yeah, You're sweet. you got to. His name is um Mushag. 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 It's real funny when you see the photos on there and it's like, oh, you've never taken a selfie. Yeah, You're like, yeah. <laughs> it's like my, my grandma, when she FaceTimes, she holds it here. So all you can see <laughs> That's is, what from, my grandma is from does her nose too. up. Like... <laughs> yeah. God damn it, Damon. Just, right. Just pay attention. It happens. Well, clean the blender before you. Clean the blender. <laughs> before Wash you the socks. <laughs> <laughs> we had some conversation before. Be, be <laughs> she, she, she was talking about um because she was saying that she felt like this place might have been an Airbnb. Totally, yeah. It, totally isn't it like super yeah, Airbnb vibes? That. And so them talking about like getting furniture that they would have been and like I don't like having other people's stuff and like things she said was like a blender, like Ooh. using someone else's blender. I was like, oh yeah, that definitely resonates. Like. I feel that it does feel weird when I'm somewhere. It feels and, like, way too personal blend. to me. Uh, I don't want to use your. Blend. You know, it's kind of like like wearing someone else's socks. Yeah. And then she said, wisely, like, oh yeah, I always clean it beforehand. And, and I, he it, was like, oh. oh, I was never <laughs> in the real time. I just like, oh, this is what we're doing. Like, I'm just taking that shot. Like, I, I did that. I'm in rolling a, those dice. When we were in Michigan, I washed it first. Didn't even see. <laughs> <laughs> The, the work Checked that goes out. unseen. <laughs> no, I think I remember that now. Like if there's like residue, yeah, I, I mean this residue. Was, this was but sick. if it looks like it is in the place where clean things go, like in the same way, if I picked out a glass, yeah, I would never be like, oh, I, I should wash this glass unless before. it looked like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to hear something gross? Yeah. In a lot of hotels, they don't wash the glasses; they just wipe them down. Ew! Ah. Oh. Hotels are so gross, man. When you think about it, because you're putting a lot of faith. Because they have a way of making it feel really clean. Yeah. Like hotel bed sheets feel specific. Like I've never been in any bed. And they're actually dirty, especially now they only clean them like every three days. So you can absolutely come in on a second day and just be sleeping in somebody else's dead skin cells. 
I'd rather sleep in that than their living skin cells. <laughs> <laughs> I want my own bed. Right. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, man. Are we, were we were rolling. Were we, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, you got some quality medium talk. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. man, that's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we just popped that right in. <laughs> All right, so yeah, game night. Game night yes, is community building. Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how'd that come about? It literally just happened one day. Um, I don't remember who was the first person to start it. But it was damn near Ben. Maybe Ben was there the first time Shout we played. Shout out Benjamin Sorry. Earl Turner. Yeah. The anointed one. The anointed one. <laughs> Such a good friend. It was damn near him. I could be getting it wrong because my memory kind of sucks sometimes. But it was just like one day we pulled out the games and it was a lot of fun. And then Carrie came over. Like one day she just hit up Sab and was like, <laughs> I just called him Sab. Uh, <laughs> she just hit him up like I'm just trying to play Monopoly like y'all wanna play Monopoly he was like hell yeah come over and then that was a whole thing and she brought this uh, one of her friends Monopoly is a whole thing yeah yo and I ran that shit oh my god it was amazing I was about to ask what, which one are you so that what, one your... she brought over the debit card one and that was my first time playing it. There's Monopoly with a debit card? Yeah. And I don't know. I think you <laughs> Just start off. Just the banker out of business. Instantly. <laughs> right? I think you start off with like a million dollars or something. I don't know. You, I could get that wrong. What? Yeah. Um, my mind is blown. So I'm like, okay, cool. Instantly, like, I'm going crazy. I'm cashing out. I'm buying everything. So I'm getting paid crazy. <laughs> I end the game with $27 million. Wow. And we just had to like agree to end because it was just me and the other friend. Her mm -hmm. name is Jamie. Um, me and her like just going back and forth. And at this point, like I own half the board. She owns half the board. Uh, so it's like no matter it what, we're going to do this yeah, over and over yeah, yeah. again. But I was like, low key, I won because I ended with 27 million and you ended it was with like, like 18. It was like the railroads in 1905. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. We're going to go half from the east, half from the west. We'll cut it right there. Yeah. You want to hear something insane? <laughs> Yes. Me and my best friend just used to play two-person Monopoly. What? You are a psycho. <laughs> right? yeah. No, we're dangerous like people. <laughs> it's intense. Damon, I feel unsafe. What <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. So what you're saying, like how the, the game ended, what? that's just what it is for us. Why? It's like playing two-person poker. It's like We, we, we were doing? insanely competitive. Like, we had a love affair with our, our competition with each other. Mm. Were there no, like, cousins? friends <laughs> nah, it would just be me and him low-key like i mean we'll 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 fuck up his little cousins and whatever we was doing <laughs> if they wanted so this work they got bounced quickly. <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. if they wanted it but very often we you know yeah i That's feel so like crazy. your aura just turned red <laughs> it was bit. red no, i had a much <laughs> oranger aura Mm -hmm. I have transformed. I've worked really Yo, hard. That's hilarious. To, to yellow out, <laughs> to jaundice my aura. <laughs> it, wow, it wasn't, it wasn't by accident. <laughs> my aura is vitamin deficient. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> Big yeah. <laughs> so who who takes the most W's at game night? And then we'll talk about other things too. Yeah, but but this I is... want to be fair, but I think I do. Mm. And sounds biased because I'm the one saying it. But that's what's on record now. So now it's uh, right. So <laughs> we didn't ask either of them. I have been be going interview. crazy in taboo. Like Ooh. it's been a thing in this house. That's what I'm most excited for. That, that's I what love I can. That's taboo. what I can stand on. Yeah, it's been going crazy. And like Loki, me and Christella have like a crazy tag team mm. thing going on. Like we're always on teams, and people hate it because we're so good at it. Um, I love a word game. Yeah, I'm it's a sucker fun. For a word game. It's so fun. It's the best. So I think. 
I think uh, you know, Rain and Champ. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, you know, we can we can be silly about games, but the the actual affect of mm-hmm. the connection, how has that like stabilized or, or helped the transition or establishing yeah. your space? I think that's why I'm probably not like really nervous about anything that I've been doing, and it's because I feel like I still have friends, a community here, and I'm not starting from ground zero, mm-hmm. like. It's very comforting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the work a little bit. For sure. Um, you are a really amazing photographer. Thank you. I really appreciate it. So. Specifically, and I, most yeah. of what I've seen has been portraiture. Yeah. You're truly, 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 if not my favorite, one of my three favorite portrait get photographers. Because what I think you do so well is there's something about light that you get right. I don't know what it is. But really? The, people's, people's <laughs> like... Uh, Faces and heads are always lit really, really correctly. <laughs> Thank you. Light is the hardest part about photography. It seems I like think. the whole the whole ball game. Yeah. Yeah. It's you can really get that shit wrong. So how do you? <laughs> yeah. How do you think about uh, what to you makes a good portrait? <clears throat> the things I love are so vast. So like some portraits, especially right now, it's really popular to have like that very um, like retro look with film cameras Mm -hmm. and so like film cameras are really popular again and the aesthetic of that i mean it's gorgeous and i love it um all the way to like people doing like super high contrasty shit yeah that's just and oh man like people really be going crazy i love really uh like decked out sets Mm. where people like really just change an environment entirely that's amazing to me and then natural light photography is always a hit no matter what I love a natural light. So for photos that you're shooting, mm. what do you try to make sure is in there? Or how do you think about depicting, capturing, portraying the person? I think it depends on what I'm shooting for. But generally, the eyes, to me, are most important. Mm. But like, for instance, the hair shoot I did for Direct Chats and Love photographed Damon. Yeah, uh, a lot cute. of it. It was super cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was super was like, cute. Okay. The focus was hair. So some of the shots, like, you know, weren't head-on portraits, but they were still portraits. And so Mm -hmm. then, in, like, that moment, it was about getting the texture or, like, head placement. Yeah. Um, But if it's just, like, I'm trying to capture your face, generally it's the eyes and, like, where they go because not necessarily directly in the camera. Right. Like, what looks natural or evokes a mood. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is photographer lingo, Mm -hmm. but, like... I really appreciate how you, your, your work is like really serial, like in series. I don't, okay. I don't know series. <laughs> I'm like, damn, really? <laughs> Why should be out here crazy? <laughs> um, <laughs> You've been killing that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hella bodies. Um, right. Uh, but, Lots you know, the direct chats or, you know, some of the other work I see, I feel like it's not just work in isolation. Mm-hmm. It's it's a series of, of pieces in conversation with each other that then like gives it like a more poetic subtext Mm, thank you um it's funny i had this conversation not too long ago with a couple of friends who make music and they were like i don't know like it feels wild to like just put out a song right now because i'm Mm -hmm. working on my project but i need to put out a song and it doesn't belong to anything and i feel similarly in that sometimes when i'm doing photography for no reason it feels like where is my point attached to Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. And, like, in general, like, these series are the types of photography I like to do the most. Like, 
that's been my jam and I really enjoy that kind of work because it's also like I want to have a conversation with this like I want it yeah. to be attached to something larger than this photo while I think the photo is greatly important so that's been something I've been toying with mm. like in my own mind but yeah thank you I'm glad it is being received really well because that is how I like to do it <laughs> <laughs> how did it feel to be uh, photographed by oh, oh man I felt like it was honored. I was like super humble. I was very like comfortable and excited to do it, but like felt shy. Like <laughs> not the modeling of it, but like the entering of the space and like mm -hmm. having That's the conversation. Um, it was really good because <laughs> I'm really you know proud it's like, of that. Yeah, I like yeah. when people tell me they're comfortable in mm -hmm. my space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it uh, because the work was you know of something that is so intimate and mm -hmm. you know hair. Yeah, for those who don't know, what's the project? You know, oh, yeah. Is, so yeah. the project is called Do Rag Chats, and it was in collaboration with um, my colleague and friend, Austin Sellers. It's actually his idea. We did interviews with black men about their hair journey. Um, and it was really incredible. People got really vulnerable. And like some people were like processing mm -hmm. their journey like with us there. Mm -hmm. And it was, man, like that was a really, really cool experience. I had a great time. Mm -hmm. Would you... Uh, as much or as little as you can remember or want to share, but like, what yeah. was there anything you heard there that was really surprising to you or stick stuck with you? What was surprising is a couple of people said that they didn't think about it at all, <laughs> and like I don't know. Like on one hand, surprising. I like I assume that men don't generally think about it in the same ways that maybe a woman would, but I'm like, damn, really? Like, didn't yeah. even consider it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But still made the choice, right? <laughs> right, yeah. right. Like, but you still like made choices in this journey that you have, um, or just came to some sort of realization recently or something like that. But uh, people can go look at your Instagram at the Instagram. Page. Yeah, yeah. Look at the Instagram or the website. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that in mind, I want to kind of move to one of the other places I've seen your work in conversation. Okay. Um, so let's talk gumbo a little bit. Yeah. Well, one like. What's the elevator pitch of what that is, that, mm -hmm. that presence? And then also for you, how do you define that that space for you? For those yeah. who missed it, gumbo media. Yeah, gumbo media. Not the, the food. <laughs> but we can talk about that too. We can That's talk about the food. food. Yeah, yeah. Certainly. Do love gumbo. Um, it's also a food that gets used as a metaphor. From me, a lot. By Damon. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm often calling a mixture of things or combinations gumbo. that might not... <laughs> be seen as such off top as gumbo well mm -hmm. we obviously also use that metaphor a lot <laughs> yeah so gumbo media is a black owned media company based in chicago the founders are from minneapolis our mission is to like provide community via content opportunity um and like reshape the narrative of black life um and so we do that through the content that we create online um, and we have like services that we provide. So y'all can check that out at mm -hmm. gumbomedia.com. And we have other initiatives, for instance, like Gumbo Fit, which is a running initiative. Um, I mean, it is fitness in general, but it focuses on running. So we also have like days where we do rock climbing or ice skating. And, and when you say we, you are doing when in the right, same place, I those have, activities? <laughs> I have participated, but I've moved, so I can right. no longer participate. You got a good excuse to not climb a rock. <laughs> Yeah, I love rock climbing. Really? Not real rock climbing. I've never done that, mm -hmm. like on these mountains out here. <laughs> um, but rock climbing is super fun to me. I've always loved like it. Like the wall yeah. joint? Yeah. With the harness. Those are great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I haven't done it in a minute, but 
love them. That's one of my deepest phobias. <clears throat> really? Rock climbing? I, not the, the rock part of it, the climbing part. Really? <laughs> I hate climbing straight up, like at a 90 degree angle to the ground. I can go on a ladder at an angle, at an incline, I don't mind. What is it? But like, I get like seven feet off the ground and I freeze. It's better now when Whoa. I was like a teenager. Are you talking about like in like the indoor joint? Anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Anywhere where I have to go straight up the side of a thing, hmm. um, or like a ladder that's about. up the side of the th- side of a thing, I think it's like as soon as I get high enough that if I fell it would hurt. I'm like, <laughs> this is a bad idea. But like, if I'm supposed to be on the ground. <laughs> but if you're climbing diagonally, like on a ladder, you could still fall and get hurt. Look, I'm not saying I'm rational. <laughs> okay. I don't, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if you can figure it out, let yeah. me know. It's gotten a little easier. <laughs> we can stay on phobia, so we can move on. <laughs> oh, well, so yeah, Gumbo Media. Let's talk more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what's your um, official role there? Yeah, I'm art director for Gumbo Media. So I curate the vibe. Mm-hmm. As you see the website or um, like Instagram, Twitter, the colors used, the photos used. I'm a part of the team that picks that and uh, curates that. And it's a really dope team of incredible folks. And they're really, really beautiful. Uh, a gumbo, one might say. One might. <laughs> so it's like very clear to me, like what your like skills and strengths are. And like, I see it oh, in cool. different like places and types of work, kind of like as a through thread of like sure. having eye, being able to apply detail to that eye and curate that. I love a detail. Yeah. I do love a detail. <laughs> and so when did you start to see like even before it was craft specific Mm -hmm. like when did you start to see i just um, admire those qualities of people the most like that feels like something i just don't have and i feel like it does not serve me to not have these things (laughs) (laughs) and so like it was was it at a a a very young like little baby chrissy time or like is this something that Mm. you have nurtured this like eye and detail and making that come to life are you curating the blocks I fuck around could have been. <laughs> the first thing I'm thinking of is CDs. Mm. I used to look at my dad's CD collection a lot, and I would alphabetize his collection, um, which it, he already had very well put together. Um, what was he listening to? Oh, everything. Mostly hip-hop. Um, he's a huge hip-hop head, but also a lot of jazz, a lot of Latin jazz, um, salsa, merengue, Spanish rap. He was mm. into some of that. Mm. He had a whole system. Mm. So like big ass amps. Yeah. The whole wall was just like CD cases and then like entertainment center. So you got the TV, but then you got like the VCR, yeah. the cassette player, the CD player. Mm. It was really, really beautiful. Yeah. And so I know I used to play around with that a lot. And then I also remember like wanting to really design my room as a kid Mm. but not having the opportunity because my parents was like you can choose between (laughs) these two (laughs) type shit so (laughs) i feel like it was always there but i definitely had to nurture it as i got older especially like understanding it as a career Mm. what does an art director do yeah is that the job that i'm doing okay cool (laughs) can you help me understand that out what that is it is it a career (laughs) 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 yeah yeah so it's a little different from film to photography it's similar very but for instance art directing for gumbo i'm choosing like the color palette for the brand choosing photos or the aesthetic of Mm -hmm. maybe we're doing i don't know like a shoot or something like that like essentially aesthetic no matter where you apply this but on a photo shoot 
you're putting together the set design Mm -hmm. you're putting together the set you're designing the set you're picking out the colors you're talking to um the stylist and like hey like we should focus on these colors or these shapes things like that and on films the person like mocks up the set Mm. they are also like in contact with the set designer the costume designer like all those people but it's like you know we're using red and blue but like we need to make these this certain shape and that chair over there needs to look like this and they have full-on mock-ups of rooms to take to these other departments to make it look really pretty yeah yeah movies are just so fucking weird they're crazy (laughs) the the amount of different kinds of jobs and things to do and making it's like it is huge like it's and you need it all but it's just so interesting it is yeah 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 everybody is has a really important job yeah and your movie will not come out well without everyone in that crew. To that role on the film end, obviously, like, you didn't move to Omaha. You moved to the town where they make movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to be doing that? Is that a, an ambition? Is that something that's... Yeah, so I already have some credit, you know All what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't... I didn't give you credit. <laughs> doesn't mean you don't have right. <laughs> But it wasn't my focus coming out here. Photography was my focus coming out here. But I mean, like, you know, I think... Coming out here, the reason why I chose photography is because it's my first love. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's the thing that I always want to do no matter what. Um, So I'm really interested in like behind the scenes work for sets right now. But I would definitely do some art department work on Mm -hmm. a show. Like if somebody hit me up for it. So... When did you fall in love and how do you nurture that relationship? When did you fall in love with hip hop? <laughs> <laughs> you just had did, the tone and everything. My whole ass did that. <laughs> and it felt way cooler in my brain. Oh, that's But so I funny. definitely just brown sugar that <laughs> Sorry. Shit. Damn. Wait, okay. But, so. but, but no, I just heard you say, you know, <laughs> photography is your first love. That was some quality yeah. accountability. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And I did even like most deaf brown sugar. I, I take right. this brown sugar. You did. You definitely oh, did. Oh, man. <laughs> you take Doug? Yeah, you. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let me take Dig my way out of this. Um, <laughs> but <Come on>. no. <laughs> but you said, you said it's your first love. And yeah. so, you know, when I think of photography compared to other forms, like I know what a poet or rapper has to do yeah. to maintain that relationship, right? I know what a singer has to do for their voice. Yeah. I know <laughs> I know what a dancer has to do to, you know, um, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And so I outside of just like some of the layman I oh, just take more pictures, but I feel like there has to be ways to develop that craft that for most sure. of us don't see. So first time falling in love with photography. I was really young and what I used to do is take the camcorder, the family camcorder and run around the house when it was like a storm mm. or something outside and pretend to report the weather. <laughs> oh, <that's so laughs> it great. sounds so adorable. <laughs> yeah, it does. That's objectively adorable. <laughs> yeah. And um, I would do that because like I would obviously like a TV kid born in the 90s. So I'm like watching a lot of videos and I'm like, I know this is a job, but how do you get this <laughs> right, job? Like, right. I have no idea how this becomes a job. And so it felt very far away from me, and I didn't really understand how that was possible. But then I got an um, internship at Community TV Network. Mm. Shout out to uh, Public Programming. And uh, that was more for video. Mm-hmm. But I fuck with this. Like, I'm going to just keep this, like, around. Mm-hmm. This isn't it. Um, 
And then I think junior year, I got uh, a little Olympus camera. And it was like, you know, one of them regularized mm-hmm. point and shoot cameras. Mm-hmm. And I was just like taking photos of everything. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And if I also think about it right now, too, I was always in our photo books. Like, mm-hmm. I loved looking at old photos, and I still do today. Like, it's one of my favorite things. So anytime we would go to a family member's house on holiday, or like, my mom had a tote full of photos. So I just like one random day, would just be pulling them out. And I would always talk to my mom about it. And so when I was in high school, I put two and two together and was just like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm down for this. I'm into this. But I have no idea. Yeah. what this means at all and also I'm a kid still so I'm just like <laughs> I'm on some kid shit I want to go to the parties and dance or whatever so it wasn't like a focus yet but yeah. I was definitely like okay I get it mm-hmm. but how do I get here still yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was your family like a diligent photo documenting family yeah well <laughs> a tote full of photos yes. somebody <laughs> is like You're either diligent about shooting photos or toting <laughs> My mom does have a lot of toes. <laughs> so fuck around both. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, every time there's a thing, there's particular aunts and cousins I can think of that's like, okay, let's get together and take the photo. Let's mm-hmm. take a photo. And I have turned into that cousin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, guys, wait before you leave. Yeah. To also answer the other part of your question, yes, take more photos. But what I think I learned later than I could have was to just like try it and bring your friends around to help you because when I first got like my real professional camera it was like very beginner or whatever but I was like okay like I'm in it and it was um the summer before going away to school I was doing it by myself all the time and I didn't really know how to have a community in that I didn't know how to bring people into that and it's very simple you can just be like hey you want to go like walk with me around the block and we can just take some photos around. Hmm. Um, But I learned that super late. Were there other people around you thinking about this craft really seriously at that point? No, Hmm. not that I knew, you know. It is kind of like that tricky, like born in the wrong era. (laughs) Like everyone thinks they can take photos now and the tools are so Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do a, yeah. But I I think (laughs) the- These kids with their damn phones. Right. (laughs) It's just like, we already sound- we're moving, especially my, I've lost my voice. Like, I already sound old today. Yeah. I need to say old sounding things. Yeah, yeah. don't do it to yourself. I'm, I'm referencing romantic comedies from the 2004. Right. Welcome, to, welcome to Watch with David and Old. <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs> At this point, in that passion, mm-hmm. is there a new skill or a new ability? that has recently opened up for you that was like a thing of like, I don't know how to do this. And all of a sudden now you feel like you got it. Oh, recently, not back then. Not back then. Oh, these days. what I've learned recently, hmm, I do think my photography has improved in like the last six months. Mm. And I'm really liking what I'm creating uh, more than I can say that I was feeling that way in the moment. But I don't quite know what it is I'm doing differently. But I can say... I'm like really into like watching a bunch of YouTube videos and trying to figure out like different lighting tricks and stuff like that or like different tricks to do in Lightroom or Photoshop. Mm. And so say I'm doing that for like a month. Naturally, you're going to practice what you're learning. And I feel like that's just what happened. But I don't really know what I did. Mm. I think I'm just trying to apply the things that I'm looking for. Yeah. 
What What is your relationship to the shooting versus the post work? Uh, I love shooting. <laughs> I'm not a, the biggest fan of editing. And I think I have gotten better at it. But man, it's just like... Is anybody a fan of editing? Is that anybody's jam? Yeah, because some people are just editors. editors. Just photo photo editor. It's patience and like super tedious. Mm -hmm. And that's also why some people moved back to film. Mm -hmm. Like they were like, oh, I don't have to post, like I don't have to edit this at all. Come done, have your makeup absolutely perfect. And we finna get these shots off. Amazing. (laughs) Like... Big, big fan. I think culturally we don't give enough credit to editors. Maybe I'm biased because I edit things. Yeah. Editors but are amazing. Just Every craft yeah. across the board, like we talk about directors way too much and editors. Yeah, so not, not enough. enough. Writers, we should be talking about editors more. Yeah. They're doing even so much of the work. Within the writing process, like within, the editing, if you want to yeah. say poetics, right? Yeah. Like it really, writing is editing. That seems so difficult to me. Editing your own work. Yeah. That is like <laughs> mind boggling to me yeah. and I'm very impressed with like, writing. No, I thought it was this way. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I literally thought this and I feel great about it. <laughs> and it's like, no, you yeah, can't say yeah. that. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck are you saying? That's really funny. I could do better. That's what I would have said. Right. <laughs> Give you what I got. Why would you think that right. I second that <laughs> idea is better? It's like, yo, yeah, that that is super impressive. And you just want me to be neurotic, is what you're asking. <laughs> right. right, like you really want you're asking me to be neurotic, mm-hmm. and I feel very confident in this naturally derived poem mm-hmm. that I just made. Mm-hmm. So, at that era, were wrong? you like around poet stuff? Were you writing poems too? At any point? Nah. Like, I wrote poems as a kid, but nah, I let poets do their jam, and I Bravo. consumed. Yeah. I appreciate nah. that. But I'm super interested in that. Like, folks who find themselves around poetry without... Oh, well, I love poetry. When I first got on YouTube, all I searched was comedy stand-ups and poetry. So a lot of it was uh, Def Jam, yeah. but a lot of it also like led into people at their schools and we don't talk about brave new voices. Def Jam really opened up like that psychic space for society. I also never realized that like both your life, Def Jam is <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very few households have had families on both, right, Def both sides. <laughs> there might be no other Hmm. Within like a nuclear family, there was someone on Deaf Comedy Jam and Deaf Poetry Jam. That's an interesting. Tr- wow. Yeah. I would have no idea on how to. Start. I guess, <laughs> yeah. I would have. It would probably be easier to start from the comedy. I, I could ask my dad. Yeah. We got to find it out. No food for thought. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> so we, we were remarking this week about like, oh, Damon, your family has like way more credits than most people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like way more of your yeah. family's been on HBO than most right <laughs> normal ass yeah. household <laughs> it's like that is most not yeah. most people yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just got dirty dishes and, you know right <laughs> have IMDB's <laughs> crazy but so something I'm, I'm really uh, always curious about with photographers mm. and I'm not exactly sure where you land on it oh, yeah. is the relationship to being seen mm. And it, yeah. f- it feels like <laughs> it feels like my my pro- my projection is two things are closer to the norm. One, I'm kind of insecure and like don't want to be seen, so like I'm mm. gonna externalize. And then two, like I want to be cool and like <laughs> stoic. And <laughs> you see my work, and you don't see me. Yeah. And I don't see you as 
as those two things for sure. for sure. But I'm curious, like how you see the idea of being seen in relation to how you see. The yeah, world. being seen is weird. Sometimes I take long breaks and long in terms of social media time, because if you don't post every day, it's like you're doing it wrong, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. But um, like sometimes I don't post for like two weeks and it's essentially like girl what are you doing like you're a photographer you're supposed to be doing that but sometimes i just don't want to post <laughs> and also i don't post my face a lot either but it's not really something that but you don't hide it either yeah like i don't <laughs> hide it like i'm definitely on my page like hey i'm a person and i've considered not showing my face but mostly because like at first i wanted to just go back you mm. and I think people in general give men a lot more respect, obviously. So it was just like, if my name is Q and they can't see my face, mm. assumptions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. You can take that and do with it what you will. And you probably won't like slide in my DMs and be weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, oh, whatever. I could just be Chrissy. Um, and also, I like having pictures of myself too. And <laughs> I take self portraits a lot. So it's like, mm. cool, like, let me just do this or whatever. How does that? I'm a fan of self I can only think of painters doing that, and then I think of selfies with photographers. So yeah. I'm obviously not a photography <laughs> adept person. How do you frame a self portrait? How does that even technically work? Like, yeah, so you got to do all the framing before you're actually in the shot. A lot of times, mine are kind of like mid body up, mm-hmm. just because it's easier to do. Especially like in my last studio, it was just like a normal size bedroom, so I know exactly where to put the thing, yeah. and you know, depending on my position or how I want to pose myself, you move the focus in camera beforehand and then take the photo. Mm -hmm. But also back then I had a camera where you can flip the screen out and turn it around. Uh, And so then you can have either, some people do self timer. I have a remote. So back then it was a lot easier because I can like see my posing, move the focus, bam, I'm good. Um, But with the camera I have now, the screen doesn't come out. So for instance, the self portraits I took this month i just had to go back and forth a bunch of times once you figure out exactly where you're gonna be yeah you're kind of good you have it framed. yeah you want to know what you have i said a question may i anecdote before we get mm-hmm. to that question sure so do y'all like know who was one of the first like early prolific self-portraitures who doesn't get discussed as a photographer at all i feel like i knew this but i can't you're think their name yeah frederick Douglass. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like, knew that. Yeah. yeah. And like photography Pioneer. was new. Like that Pioneer. was like he was alive. And like, he was like, I'm going to get in this mirror. And he was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he was one of the first people to one, take a picture of himself. And, and he's of his time, like not just one of the most photographed black people, like one of the most yeah. photographed people of that time. And like almost very much in conversations with like the Durag chat. Mm-hmm. like the the Frederick Douglass hair thing it wasn't like an accident like he's he was, was very meticulous hmm. in curating and because if you see some of his earlier pictures like there was something more process I, I don't know what they were doing he back was then, so but, on brand uh, he was like <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make this brand and stick to yeah, and then he's <laughs> and so basically he was like took the first selfie I mean you could call him an influencer yeah <laughs> <laughs> he influenced a lot <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it was political work of yeah. like you yeah. know the the black body the black image black Being life seen, hair yeah, yeah yeah so like in, cool. in crafting the humanity of blackness when it is, it is dehumanized mm-hmm. he's an artist he like did we, the work we do not talk about frederick Douglass as an artist at yeah. all yeah 
you made the connection in what you just said between like some of that intention and the do-rag chats. Is there like a particular <laughs> mission statement? Like, <laughs> this is what I want my work to contribute or mm-hmm. even on a project by project basis. Like what is the intention? Yeah. Generally my project is black and or brown focused. And I think it just started that way because of my identity. Right. And it was like, this is important to me. And, um, I used to, I mean, I still think of ideas, obviously, but I used to, like, have these workshops with one of my friends back when I was in college. We were just, like, dreaming big days kind of situation, Mm -hmm. right? So we'd be like, everything had, like, some social justice aspect to it. And I think that's just kind of, like, a part of my persona, my person. If this is the work that I'm doing, I need it to be important. And Mm -hmm. these are the things that are important to me, things that are part of my identity. So in whatever way I can, I want to make it a part of my projects. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it isn't as obvious where it's like uh, maybe my subject isn't the black person, but I hired black people on my team or somebody hired me and the whole team is all women. You know what I'm saying? And I've been very lucky to be on a lot of those situations where I'm the one being hired and it's a team of like actually diverse crew. Hmm. And so I think I just take that thing and keep it with me. And that is a part of my mission. It's the kind of thing that we've heard so many stories (laughs) on here of like people, especially in art production work where it's like they have a good first experience and then a bad second experience. And it's like, if I had the second experience (laughs) first, I might not have done a second experience. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've had men really thankful for the experiences I've had, especially on like film sets, Mm. because that's still a very new thing that's being infiltrated is the word I'm using but it's the wrong word and I know it but it's changing um, fluctuating is that what you're going I like infiltrating infiltrating <laughs> right. was exciting <laughs> right like- well just like more people are getting an opportunity to be in this space and more of these people oh, right, are right. black oh brown. yeah infiltrating infiltration works yeah 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 we're infiltrating but Infiltrate also has like a negative connotation. That's if you're the one being infiltrated. (laughs) (laughs) There. (laughs) So, yeah. That's that's true. Probably the infiltrator is just like, I'm coming in. (laughs) Right. I'm arriving. (laughs) And I belong here, actually. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So that's still like very new for the film world. Yeah. So it's like wild as hell that I'm having a great time yeah. on the sets that I've been on. Because yeah. <laughs> it's very, very new. And mm. I mean, I've, I've seen the ridiculous people, but mm-hmm. luckily I haven't had to interact much. Mm. And so to, to the in, in intentionality in your work of centering blackness and femininity and mm-hmm. indigeneity or, or brownness, I think you're a thoughtful person in general. So you would have conceptions and notions and thoughts about those identities and constructs regardless. Uh, But as someone who's literally looking at the details of like Hmm. physical blackness, physical womanhood or femininity, like what has the camera taught you or brought you to in terms of your thinking of these identities that you're centering? Well, if we're going quite literally, it's the colors. Yeah man people get the colors wrong and sometimes it's hard like you have to control a lot of light and the light isn't going to hit everybody the same and so if you have an array of colors on that set you know you got a lot of work to do behind the scenes to make sure everyone is well lit and also not overexposed Mm. and 
it isn't always easy. But then in post, you bumping up everybody's yellows and oranges, and now people look like aliens. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, it's your aura showing. Right, your aura showing. <laughs> and that's beautiful, but in the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> that's only some shows. Right. <laughs> you don't want your aura on a sitcom. <laughs> right. So that has been a, a very beautiful part of it. Um, because like also as a person who's like learning my craft as I go, it's like, okay, these are the things I should and should not do. Um, but also I mostly photograph black and brown people or like just people with some kind of pigment. Mm -hmm. So it's gotten a little easy for me. (laughs) (laughs) That is one uh, obvious answer. Um, and then I think I have always been a person who, at least when it came to femininity, like I don't always want to come off as feminine or like mm-hmm. what you think is feminine. Mm-hmm. So I would uh, try to do things that I thought, like my argument was that like, it's still feminine just cause you don't think it is. Like mm-hmm. I can wear baggy clothes, like whatever that may be, right? Um, and yeah, so, it just means what a woman does. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, right. I am like, a woman and I'm doing you know, it. Women do lots of things. Exactly. <laughs> but we know the things that are placed on, upon that. Right, right. Taking that into my shoots has been really, really amazing. Um, because sometimes the subject is thinking very stereotypically. Like about themselves. Right. And mm. like and what, what they, they think yeah. I'm going for. Mm. Because this is a maternity shoot. You know right. what I'm saying? Like it should be pink and glittery and stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. And then I offer like, or actually we could hang out at the conservatory and it just be like really pretty greens and blues you know what i'm saying and like things like that is how i have been challenging and rethinking femininity and blackness Hmm. i think it's also like in some ways the difference between like artistry and craftsmanship Mm -hmm. right it's like you can build that's a good example i heard someone describe cooking that way it's like most Chefs, your boy. That was, um, it was Bourdain. Bourdain. Yeah, yeah. Heard somebody, <laughs> my boy, <laughs> me and Tony. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was like most, uh, like most chefs are excellent craftspeople. Like they can do the craft of making the food very mm-hmm. well. But the artistry is the imagination part, right? It's not making what the plate is supposed to look like. It's inventing what the plate's supposed to look mm. like. Um, so That's that a really great like point. It's like you know the affect you're trying to create. Yeah, or you know the intention that it's trying to serve. And what are the other ways we can do that as opposed to like, how do I replicate this thing that people are expecting? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How do I, I make a good as opposed to how right. do I create? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. So to that to that theme of kind of like imagination opening up, what has it been like getting to know the streets of LA as a photographer or the spaces of LA? Yeah. Um, I'm starting street photography again. Mm. When I first started photography, street photography is what I did the most because not there wasn't always someone available to me. So I would just go outside and take photos of the things that I saw. Um, and because this is a new space, I want to take advantage of the feeling of newness. Because yeah. also, you get comfortable in a space and sometimes you stop seeing the newness in it. Yeah. And, you know, you that also is where like the lack of appreciation of a thing would come from. Cause it's like, Oh, I see it every day. Like, yeah, it's that thing. But also kind of like, you know, you take the same route every day, but if you just cross the street, you see different things. So I'm taking advantage of like all this newness. Um, and I've only gone out twice now, but I met a couple of people out here that were like, I'm down to do some street photography Mm -hmm. with you. And 
I stopped doing street photography because I started to feel like I'm being very invasive to strangers mm -hmm. and I don't like making people feel uncomfortable. And so it was like, eh, okay, I'm going to just stick to the buildings kind of thing. <laughs> there can be kind of an assertion of power there. Yeah. And it's like, gee, I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel rude. <laughs> but it feels good to start it up again here because I know nothing about this place yeah. and everything looks very different. This is the first one of the few places I've been that feel nothing like home. You <laughs> like, know what I mean? Like yeah, it literally offers different color, but also it offers mm -hmm. different dimension, right? Like yeah. Chicago just as one of the flattest places in yeah. the earth, right? Like, and it's amazing because shout yeah. out to the grid. It just makes yeah. sense. It's yeah. logical. Boom. And uh, it's beautiful. It's I not am, fun. I am on 47th Street. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm right here. There's no question it about it. stays this. 47th Street all, <laughs> all the way, the way there. <laughs> no, like, turns and loops, none of that. If you want to get to 43rd, to point. go up you four know, streets. <laughs> you know where to go. And so, like, while that has been, like, a little difficult just in terms of, like, we were going north and now somehow we're going south, but still <laughs> going north? Yeah, like, yeah. what yeah. is happening? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah like that's been confusing but in that way like I've been getting lost and I like wandering a lot I've wandered a lot in Chicago and I feel like I know that place like the back of my hand I didn't want to say that I was trying to think of something else but whatever <laughs> we're right stuck with the we're stuck we're with it <laughs> tell me about the left quadrant of the back of your hand right now easy I have a couple little wrinkles on the side it's like a very light brown and I have a pinky there <laughs> Last time you checked. <laughs> All right. Oh, that is that's true. Are there any uh, as a as a wanderer, are there any Chicago spots you stumbled on that like now that you're not there you can like spill the secret on? Any like corners, buildings, oh, views that you love? Giving up the goods. Ooh, okay. I can't give up all the goods. Uh so there's this one hill. Uh, oh, we know that one. The one hill? <laughs> not, not that one, not that one. There's, there's other one hill um, at Montrose Beach, not Foster Beach. And it's so beautiful at night to watch the sunset there. Because you're high up enough to, like, see the water in the distance. And then if you look the other way, you see, like, the city in the distance. And then if you just, like, lay there and watch the stars. I'm also, like, a watch the sky kind of person. Um. So that was my super jam, super, super jam. Before I had a car, I used to ride the train and get off at a random stop, which is my black privilege. Because <laughs> nobody's questioning me there, <laughs> no matter what. I'd get on like the orange line or the red line or something or whatever and go to random spots. And so there's a spot. I'm trying to think of the exact intersection. Um, but... When you are at this spot, if anyone can find this random spot, if you look left, which I guess to east, if you look east in this spot, you can see the Sears Tower in the distance, which shout out to Chicago because you can kind of see it anywhere, no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, which I wanted to do a series on that. I never did that, but I, I always like thought that Sears was really Tower cool. From different locations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to do that like a really long time ago. It was such an identity yeah. for me. For and so it's really long. cool to be like, all the way out west yeah. and somehow yeah. if, I can see Or if you've ever been like in like Indiana or Michigan City and like, yo, I can see the Sears down over there. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that so much closer than I can see that right at this moment. Right, right, right. I'm cool. 
I can't see this shit from over there. <laughs> <laughs> Which is wild. I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. Yeah. They knew about me, yeah, though. Y'all peeping me out. <laughs> y'all, you see me. <laughs> yeah. So you can see the series there all the way from one way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you just get, like, a really beautiful cityscape from there. And you don't, you're, like, not high up at all, mm. which is absurd. Um, and then to the west of you is a whole bunch of beautiful ass murals which Who probably wasn't so sleepy i could probably describe it a little better sorry That's guys nah, nah. No, this <laughs> is the this is the sleepy series we got real sleepy in benjamin's episode too <laughs> <laughs> don't worry this is a, it's, okay. we're in a different time zone <laughs> i have two threads and then we can we can wrap Let's up our sleepiness. all right so it, it comes out of i think you know what you were just talking about of like sites and so mm-hmm. you know i think w- what i what I can name you as is like a professional and intentional seer. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I'm changing and, my bias. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not very, you know, if you say like you have a good eye, like I'm, I think I have a bad eye. Really? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> or, it's not lazy. Yeah, or, <laughs> or it might not be bad. It might be lazy. It, like when I look, yeah. I can see, but I, I don't think I look enough mm. or look mm-hmm. mostly ah, okay, enough. Okay, okay, okay. What do you think there are things that you feel you're seeing that most people are mm. not or are missing out on just like as you're moving through the world or as you're looking at people or as you're looking at the body or as you're looking at the city at this? What are things that you, that people aren't seeing and they could if they were a little bit more intentional? Oh, man, I don't know that I can say what that is because I don't want to assume what people aren't seeing. I feel like. Or would you, anything that, they missed? Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm still going to give you examples. Okay. But, you know what I'm saying? I like to think that people are out here paying attention. Yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of people see it, but then don't uh, hold it. Because it's like, well, this isn't worth it. That's fair. Whereas, yeah. like, I'm the one that's holding it. Yeah. I'm always, like, the person that's like, look up. Because mm-hmm. I'm, like, seeing something crazy. Whether it's just, like, a really cool mural or, like, the moon is one of my favorite things. So I'm always like, look at your moon today. Because she'd be showing out up there. She'd be looking so beautiful. <laughs> um, I do a lot of people watching. And um, I think it's the mannerisms of people that I pay a lot of attention to. And I'm always wondering why someone did the thing the way that they did it. But also, I think a lot about, like, I just had this conversation too. You pass a lot of signs and don't pay attention to them. Hmm. And signs are just like a piece of metal on a stick. Mm-hmm. And they provide so much structure to this city, wherever yeah. you live, this like yeah. so funny. room we were, we're in. It's like really weird. That's crazy. We were just yesterday, we were talking. I forgot how we got there. So I hope it, it resonates. But we were like, oh, these are just hints. We pulled up, it was like Literally. a no left turn sign. Exactly. So he was asking me, oh yeah, I was driving. He was asking like, oh, do we go left? or go? And we like weren't paying attention. He was like, no, I think the, the directions were telling us to go right. I was like, no, I think I can only go right. And they're like, oh yeah, there's a big sign right there. This is, and it's like, it's not as much a command as it is Like, a hint. you probably... If you went this way, <laughs> there's going to be trouble something... Is yeah. <laughs> trouble is ahead. So. Like, this is a big red circle. And a lot, there's no words. Trouble is ahead. You know what I'm saying? Just like, a little hit. You, you might, probably don't want to do this. This might be what's out there for you. <laughs> but yeah, see, I think, which I... I mean, I call them, like, stupid things because it's like, I really be thinking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of what catches my eye is what people are doing mm-hmm. because i also think about like yo like what if somebody is looking at me right now like what is this girl doing mm-hmm. or just like why is she doing whatever she's doing or why she got on what she got on mm-hmm. type shit um yeah i'm really infatuated with 
people's mannerisms. Mm. So what you just described can be a good, like, it's like a great prompt. It could also be kind of annoying. Not annoying, but it could also have be detrimental to always or often be thinking about, like, mm. what is the way that I'm moving look like to other people? Yeah. Um, does that get turned off for you ever? Does that feel limiting, challenging, or is it sometimes? Sometimes it is challenging because, like, perception in general is, like, crazy, man. You can really think one way about yourself or, like, mm. a thing that you like. And obviously somebody is out there with an opposing opinion and it's like, what's true (laughs) (laughs) just because of perception. Um, So then taking that into like how I perceive myself versus how other people perceive me, there is some truth in that everybody is providing an experience. So it's like, you really rubbed me the wrong way. Like I didn't entirely not, you know what I'm saying? Even if I don't think I did anything wrong in that situation. Like intention impact. Right, like there's still, like I still did something, right? Yeah. So I think about that a lot. I don't think I think about it enough that it debilitates me. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad I don't drive myself crazy, but. Sometimes a little little anxiety can be useful. Yeah, but it's also, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I think it provides in like that kind of situation, accountability and just Mm -hmm. being like, you know, intentional of what kind of person you're trying yeah. to be. Yeah. And like, that is real. And not just, I want you to perceive me this way, but like, I actually want this experience between us to be good. And imagining the the potential impact so that you don't have to yeah. just account for them afterwards. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Then, I, I want to be a little... This, my, this, this last, my last thread. That, was, that thread cool. has been sewn. Oh man, I feel like I had one more thread then. Well, I like the, all you, these oh, oh, here's my thread. Okay. That says... We're gonna. I'm gonna make it about us for a moment. Ooh. So I don't know if we've ever actually done this on the show, Damon. You might get uncomfortable, but you're like a regular <laughs> listener. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> I want to provide a like. Shout out Elgo Radio. Pew, 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 pew. That's pew, a sound. Pew, 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 now, pew, pew. now that's a drop. That's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Um, is there any one thing that we do that drives you crazy? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> drives like, me crazy. Or like you're like just don't fucking yeah, do it. Yeah. What are the weird things like, that this we This is we're the comment section right now. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of critiques of a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoy the way you guys interview people. I think you give folks a lot of space. Um you correct yourself if you feel wrong or like mind was changed or something you know what i'm saying Mm. you also answer your own questions which i really appreciate because sometimes i want that from the interviewer in other shows so no like y'all don't really be driving me crazy i like i'm very impressed by y'all especially when there are people in the room with like fundamentally opposing views Mm. whereas i think i would just like be itching in my seat just like <laughs> oh god like this is so hard to listen we to. haven't figured out how to do yeah, that yet yeah. but you sound composed mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. i'd be like wow they are really handling this really well <laughs> and like behind the scenes maybe you guys are making faces but like you know as a listener who knows something about y'all already yeah. i'm like they don't believe what that person just said. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's, I know they don't rock that, with that yeah. shit. <laughs> that means so much. There are a few times where somebody like, was like, uh, I don't want to correct you right now. I don't right, want to. Right, because like, I don't this know. This like, about you. There's a line in there But then somewhere. also, I don't want to be like affirming or allowing things. You know, it's, exactly. it's a, that's a very and difficult think, thing. So I just, I'm hoping that like, uh, I hope people I know. I think at least, the, the, you know, the, the views expressed <laughs> by our guests do not. Are there. <laughs> I hope I'm not getting the harm of this doubt. Right. <laughs> I, I, I want the benefit of it. And I think, <laughs> and I think y'all handle 
those situations and all others very well. I really have nothing to say that I think that drives me crazy about this show. Oh, Daniel, I have a good time listening to you. What a clever way to solicit gas. I right, look at him. I knew it couldn't go that way. <laughs> but I also really yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. that one. No, I know you were intentional. I'll That's why it was clever. Gas and throw some water on the <laughs> Right? No, Either way. I'm here to, I'm gas, here to gas y'all up. <laughs> right. <laughs> the thing you don't want. Right. Um, so in that way of you being such a um, like a diligent knower of the show and knowing the idea that what we're doing is building this archive of people's experience, of yeah. people in this moment, right? In the moment that we talk to them. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that we haven't touched on or anything that you want to make sure is part of your contribution to that archive something you've been thinking about a piece that we skipped over anything you want to make sure that we get on yeah. get on mic hmm. that's a listener special question only yeah. people who listen get this question yeah. oh that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> now i feel like i have to have an answer no you don't you, you don't feel, i need to good. contribute to this you already did or else yes. i am not contributing no no we're making we're just making sure that <laughs> that you you are getting all that you need i do have my last thread okay but so it's no pressure. Um, this is. <laughs> I think I want to talk about this project yes. that I've had in my life for a while. I just haven't done yet. It's called Afro Latinx. Yes, mm. you told okay. me. Okay, cool. All right. Are so you gonna I, lose your thread though? No, no. My thread is ready. Okay. Damon's threads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> my <laughs> threads and my pins. I keep. I keep. <laughs> if I put a pin yeah. in it, or if I pull a thread, those two things will match. So there's this project you've been working <laughs> on for a while, <laughs> and like we we know the world hasn't seen it, but it's been cooking and stewing yeah all in my brain it has been in my brain for a very those are the best projects let's let's jump into your brain for a sec what's going on up there so i've thought of this project a while ago now like literally two years or so and tentatively titled afro latinx where i want to photograph afro latinx individuals either in the same set wearing culturally specific outfits Mm mm-hmm or in the place that maybe they felt most comfortable in their Afro-Latinx identity or where they learned it um, because some people learn it later in their life or like that felt important to that part of their identity. I haven't decided which way to go yet. Mm. Um, And it's been difficult to start. It's a really big project to me in my head. And I actually started it last year like i was like okay i'm really gonna do it i got a homie on board shout out davon clark oh who works for the show yes. <laughs> yeah yeah and part of the team producer. yeah yeah he was gonna help me out um and he was still down but another sweetheart yes another sweetheart, a sweetheart for link up sure <laughs> with fire durags like yeah. love him yeah he yeah so like i was like durags. okay like <laughs> <laughs> shout out truly shout out to davon's durags <laughs> We we're do rag chatting right now. Okay, like come on. Um, and that was was also going to be really cool to have him on because he's a photographer too. So I was like, okay, you could take my photo. I already wanted to take his photo. Like yeah. that was going to happen anyway. But like to have him behind the scenes as a writer, because in that I listened to a lot of interviews and I wanted to make sure I was asking people the right questions mm-hmm. to get good answers. You know, like I want. Yeah. It's it's also a very vulnerable conversation. So yeah. it's like, I want you to talk about like childhood identity, some things that could be like really hurtful to like learn or like maybe you just found out and you're 32 and like processing right. what that right. feels like. And the project didn't end up working out because I did this other project and it was film and that just takes all of your time. But I really, really want to do it. So my therapist told me that I should start it out here because 
California is filled with Latin folks, right? Yeah. Um, and shout out to your therapist. Shout out to my therapist. She is a star. She was trying to get her credit. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't have her anymore since I moved. But yeah, a super, superstar. So my challenge in that was being in Chicago, I was making it easy for myself. Because I'm like, I'm just going to start with my family and friends. Right. And then going to have them tell me their family and friends. And then after I have like a nice little group of folks, I was going to promo it online and be like, mm -hmm. hey, anybody who identifies as this, you can come in, whatever the case may be, right? Um, so here it feels very like scary and new because I don't know anyone here that already has that identity. So I have to like be an extrovert and like mm -hmm. talk to people mm -hmm. and just be like, yeah. hey, are you willing to share your life story with yeah. me? And you just met me. And you're like Afro-Latinx profiling. <laughs> right. And it's like, I don't even identify with that. Shorty, like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> so it's been a really interesting place, like, in my body where I'm like, man, like, this just got hard for me. Mm. Um, but I really, really want to do this project because it's very important to me. I have a very strong feeling that whenever a year, whenever it is that someone's coming back to this in the archive, that project exists. Oh man! <laughs> just the way you're talking about it, it's like man. not like I have an idea. It's like I have a project. Yeah. yeah. Oh man! Like this hasn't been done yet. It's halfway produced. Like I told y'all, like it's going in either direction, yeah. and I have plans written down mm -hmm. for whatever direction I take it. But I just am, you know, split in the middle at a crossroads so between for, which one it should be. For what it's worth, here's just like a little. <laughs> Thank you with the alley oop. I want to talk a little bit if we can about the like inspiration behind the project because mm -hmm. you know Afro Latina dad Afro Latinx mm -hmm. uh, intersectionality obviously is old as shit right yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think there Man. is I think there's a lot of new, <laughs> new space and consciousness around it and yeah. you know I know from and within my family and I you know I feel like what I remember from when we were talking about it like you know whether it's the xenophobia within black communities or obviously mm -hmm. the, the anti-blackness that exists mm -hmm. within every community um, and Latinx communities are every not excluded from that. <laughs> At all. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's deep. <laughs> you know, um, that, that, you know, I feel like within the last five to seven years, even that language is mm -hmm. new, even for people who inhabit that identity. Yeah, um, it's still new. Yeah. Like and, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, you know, what has been your journey in finding and naming and what is uh, specific to that for you in terms of like just your experience in the world? Yeah, I'm very fortunate that um, most of my family on both sides, mom and dad, were really into telling us, teaching us who we were. And like, mm -hmm. so although I did not call it Afro-Latinx then, I am Puerto Rican, but I'm the black kind. Mm -hmm. For sure. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and like, this is the way that we are teaching you about the history and like what that means and what indigenous people who were there contributed and what the African people who were there contributed to then <laughs> you existing. Mm -hmm. It's funny thinking about it from my Afro-Latinx side because there's a lot less documented history of those people. Whereas, like, on my mom's side, like, we had encyclopedias full of books uh, like that she created. Hmm. And, like, um, one of those, like, hmm. little see-through sleeves. Mm -hmm. where you, Transparent, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, big-ass binders of just, like, important black people. Mm. And we would have to like read them and go through them or like make them for projects. And shout out to moms. Shout out my mama. She's amazing. Um, 
and totes and binders. <laughs> right. So like where I learned about it from my Afro Latinx side is mostly stories and music. Mm. And so like these are the people and like old school salsa, like yeah. that was black liberation. Yeah. Like yeah, man, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. all of my classics that like I know that were revered in my household was all about like the black Latin woman needing to be cared for needing to be protected and like mm. we should lift her up and like we are equal kind of um argument or stance and so it was already normal to me and as i grew up and like becoming an adult and meeting other people and like that's some people in my family like like you said anti-blackness is very deep and especially in the latin community so i have family members for sure that would not say that they're black um but luckily i was not guarded by them Mm. um Mm. so growing up and like seeing the ways that it is different for other people i think is probably like what sparked it all Mm. truly because i'm like you know you black, right? Like, <laughs> this is really awkward for me now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's hilarious. Right, like, oh, that's weird that you don't think what you are. But it's also, I have learned now to be like, if you ain't identifying this some shit, I can't identify you as that. So, yeah. all right, shorty. Yeah. Um, the music is, thing's so cool, the way you just described that. The, the song I always point to as an example of that is... Um, Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Classic. That? Is that, is that, um, that, yeah, that, Jose Arroyo. And it's the story of a um, black uprising in Colombia and revolution. They won. Yeah. Fire song. That's a damn good song. And you like, that song gets played at parties. That's like a, that's yeah. a standard. That's everywhere. It's amazing. Yeah. And like, gorgeous. Let's go in and Yes, please. <laughs> gorgeously written. Like, the drops in that song are fire. Oh, we're salsaing like, in post. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We have to. We have to. Because, man, shout out that song. So, like, being raised in that environment set me up, you know, pretty well. And, like, also, like, of course, having struggles as I get older, like, through influences in my social community, my social network at that time, seeing these different kind of peoples and their relationship with their own culture. And like, also maybe not even having those people around them. Like I understood that right. that was a privilege to have like my family be able to tell these kinds of stories. Um, Cause maybe those people weren't in their lives or maybe they just didn't have that knowledge. I want to be able to help tell these stories of these people, no matter when they figured out this part of themselves and like, now that they're reckoning with it even if it's something that they are not actually reckoning with like i understand that you know if you go your whole life thinking that you are something and then learning another thing that that doesn't automatically mean you are happy with it yeah and it's definitely something i had to learn because i think because of the environment i grew up in i'm like oh shit for real let's go like i'm excited to be this thing now like i want to learn about this thing but that isn't always the situation Hmm. um so i my contribution to I think that oral history is this project. Mm. Oh man, I'm I have to do to this project it. now. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that, there it is. <laughs> you it just happened. Solidify this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Second time recently that someone's like said a thing that they do, and they're like, "Oh no, you know, you gotta do it." <laughs> man, the, the way you just the way you used the word guarded was really beautiful and powerful mm. to me. Mm. I'm not gonna make you go deeper on it. I'm just, I'm. It just yeah. made me think of that that. Premise. That's mm. what. A, what a that's family what. Members yeah. That's what the people yeah. take care of you were doing. Shout out to my family. Yeah. I love them. Shout out to your family. All right, I have my threat, and it's a perfect closer. Perfect. Oh, cool. I'm ready. You know, I think the the you know the theme or what like set this conversation or this time for you has been 
this transition, mm. right? But you're not alone in that transition, Mm-mm. right? And you are cohabitating. Um, and so, you know, on this show, we're trying to figure out, and we always struggle because we don't want to be like whack. Um, that's that's <laughs> for, yeah, that's like kind of first. Like I'm, you know, I'm a petty and whack abolitionist before anything else. Um, I'm also, but I'm also a zoo abolitionist. <laughs> we're just listing the things going right. on by but, among others. <laughs> I feel you. But, we do need an abolition list, but um, <laughs> yes. But but also, you know, a creator, uh, and so very interested in creating commitment creating relationship and partnership mm-hmm. um, and so you know you are out here with your partner and you alluded to like your yeah. social life being shaped through partnership so you know f- for folks to listen to the last well no two three episodes ago yeah. um, you know I'm in a position of having proposed and you know I think you know Daniel is in a is also in a, a long-term committed uh beautiful relationship shout out <laughs> Rosie shout out Jennifer um, but also, you know, at least in my household, and I think in many conversations, like we reject so many of the like traditional premises and norms yeah. of relationship, <laughs> even when we seem or feel like we are living out those norms, at least on yeah. a conscious level. Mm-hmm. Um, so notions of like commitment, ownership, possession, mm. monogamy, sex, space sharing, you know, all of those, th- you don't want to talk about all those things, but for- <laughs> <laughs> I was ready, <laughs> but you can, uh, but, but, f- you know, for me, just trying to figure out how to subvert, recreate, uh, but also, you know, I think as young people in our twenties, we're trying to figure this out as like a society and a generation. Right. Yeah. And so for, f- so. for, we got, you know, if we add it up together, we got close to 20 years in the game. <laughs> that's crazy of, of relationships that's really uh, almost how long has it been right, well yours is ah! <laughs> question of the number we don't want to stir up that that, that drama depends who you ask <laughs> truly <laughs> but what, what you at you're close to like We're four three and a half three, yeah, yeah. wow oh, again amazing. depends on what date you congratulations see which, congratulations which, but mine is the first time we like hung out Hers is like when she decided she wanted to be. <laughs> this is absurd. Okay, so oh, is that a dude? I think I'm right about thing? this because the three Jennifer men that me, we've but, had this conversation with have all been like, "Yeah, the first time I laid eyes on you, we were already." Oh no, together. no, eyes were laid long before that. But this is like we like it was the beginning of us being together. No, Jennifer definitely bagged me. Oh, shout out to That's the queen! For sure. Wow. <laughs> that's for sure i definitely was i was definitely trying to like hop down and then end up getting bagged technically is the story that <laughs> i made the first move technically okay as it much was as real, it, was it was real it was real easy you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> he performed you, you and i was just like wow that was really good Ooh. Really liked that. oh man. and honestly honestly i didn't even mean it like that like i just really enjoyed the set mm-hmm. uh, but it was an clearly, unintentional bag <laughs> right unintentionally i mean it's fair to say it was a good set it was right. You, know I mean? <laughs> you might not be tweaking. You weren't lying. <laughs> I, absolutely, like it was. It was a genuine sense. moment. I was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh wow, great to yeah. meet you." Oh, you live out west. This is amazing. Why yeah, you didn't away? say your question. I'm sorry. Yeah, n- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so that so that was me warming us up. So that is, so I'm not being a weirdo. Uh, but you know, you were in a new space mm-hmm. and like you were in a long term relationship and partnership. So yeah. how was that shaping your transition? How is that transition reshaping the relationship? Hmm. The second part is a really good question. I think because we're in a new space, we're like leaning on each other a little more than Mm -hmm. normal. I think in all ways even, like Mm -hmm. emotionally, physically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're just like... uh, Like literally leaning, like I don't want to stand up right now. (laughs) 
all the time. Lazy bones. (laughs) Um, But no, like, thinking about, like, if we're at the function and, you know, you got to do your thing where you say hello to all the people. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't got to do that together. In, uh, in Chicago, you know what I'm saying? Oh I can make my, my rounds without oh you. God. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. But here, I'm making my rounds with you, bro. Because okay. I know one person right, here. Right, 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 <laughs> and you right. know two. So we got to figure <laughs> we gotta, this out. We got to get this to three. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it's like in ways like that that mm-hmm. I have really been like leaning on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like also being like very, very happy to be in this new space, I think has provided another like little level up mm-hmm. where it feels like um uh yeah like you just like grew together a little bit because mm. yeah. like i said like this is a big thing but it <laughs> hasn't felt big mm. but i think it's largely because of the comfort that has been provided it's like no matter what we good but also i moved out here knowing like if i absolutely hate it like i can move back home it's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. people forget that sometimes right you know what i'm saying <laughs> like i'm not coming out here to prove nothing like yeah. i gotta make it no matter what like if this shit blows like i'm going back to the group it's not crazy it's <laughs> like we know that and we've like talked about that mm-hmm. and like how kind of crazy it is to like like yo like we just picked up our life and moved so just like follow our careers you know and like yeah to be happy together this is crazy you know what i'm saying like (laughs) most people don't do this most people don't do this people have been doing this forever but like how many people you know have done it um but it's only been happiness because of the comfort in it like i think we feel supported in our partnership but also like with the folks around us too so it's been way easier than I thought it would be mm-hmm. that everybody was telling me it was going to be, mm-hmm. especially like people tell you that like things get hard when you move in with a person. And it's true. Like it does. Cause like, obviously like you have to compromise on just like how you live. Mm-hmm. Like I've been living one way all this time before yeah. you got here. And like, now we have to figure out like how to occupy space together. And so like, yeah, that gets tough or whatever, but, but at least I don't it know, it's been like, a breeze. It, like you moved, you made the new move together. It wasn't like yeah. one of you stepped into the yeah. other person's space yeah. the same way. Yeah. Well, you know, as a as <laughs> thousand mile away well wishers, it's been like beautiful. <laughs> it looks so beautiful. It looks so Thank beautiful. You. Yeah. So how how do you deal with? I, or I'll put myself in it. I struggle a lot with the balance between like being public mm-hmm. and portraying and like protecting. And being internal, right? Uh, and so you, as a as a person who does portraits with somebody who yeah. has, you know, at this point is growing into a global platform, yeah. Um, you know, how do y'all deal with those balances, or particularly for you, how do you deal yeah. with having to live with I those think, balances? Um, I'm like generally a private person, mm-hmm. and so I already had a balance for like personal information anyway, like before coming in any relationship. So that definitely helps in just being like not having to backtrack. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm already not going to say or post certain things. Um, and so I think as either of us grows, there's less to worry about there. Yeah. Y'all seem like locked and stuff. On oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Compatible yeah. in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and so I think we just manage <laughs> like how often we are there on each other's like social platforms at least you know what i'm saying like if you know you know kind of thing Mm -hmm. because it's not a thing you know what i'm saying like this is my partner 
And so if you see this together, you know that this is my partner. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so cool. Like you have your worlds. Yeah. And I think we also are very like individual people that like like our individuality. Mm. So like he has worlds that I am not a part of, though Mm. I know. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I also have my worlds that he's not a part of. And like we share them in the ways that we do. And I think it provides great balance because I don't want everybody in it because then it's everybody. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want your house to be the company. Exactly. I'm just, it's just not, it's not my person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like my quiet. I like my things. And I don't want everybody touching it all the time. I felt so bad when we came in. I made uh, I made set unplug all the cables to get. The studio. Oh, I was like, fuck. You just built this beautiful <laughs> studio. <We had> to, <laughs> it's like I don't. It's not my space. The wires are wild, man. Yeah, yeah. Stuff is... But we're grateful to him for for being so gracious. Let's yeah. check out. So let's get out of here. Yeah. What's a idea? Something from our conversation that's sticking with you, and or how are you feeling right now? I feel really great. I think this conversation was super fun and cute. And I'm like hella honored to be here as a fan of the show, but also as just like a fan of who you guys are. This feels really, really cool. Dream come true, guys. Y'all got me feeling special. (laughs) (laughs) And reciprocated. Yes, you are special. So we feel (laughs) special to to be in your home. What you got, Kiss? Um, I love what you were talking about, about street photography and the power balances in that. And like, feeling of intrusiveness and feeling mm-hmm. like this is a way to learn about a place but i also don't want to take from it yeah without permission it's something that as a transplant to a city i spent a lot of time thinking about so that was cool to hear you say that you're wrestling with that too that's yeah. fair very very succinct guarding and seeing those are the two two mm-hmm. ideas yeah i really i really fuck with your seeing questions today yeah mm-hmm. that, that, that i'd emerged. like to talk about that more yeah beautiful you want to do the game let's do the game you got it i'm, I'm long-winded <laughs> so this is important that we get this yeah and i think you know what we're, what we're leading up mm-hmm. to unless you're a regular listener who turns off two-thirds of the way through <laughs> which is fair which, they get long that happens they people, get long people do that but yeah. no i, I feel like kathy's that. out there she always turns off <laughs> i see you kathy <laughs> Um, but we believe in accountability here boom same we believe that beef can be a meaningful tool of accountability especially when someone or something has run amok truth people be running amok so there were a lot of people in the 20th century there were a lot of things in the 20th century (laughs) the 20th century as a whole itself ran amok (laughs) so what we're asking you to do here today Chrissy is mm-hmm. start beef with the 20th century. Any person, place, thing, event, phenomenon, fashion choice, vocal performance, <laughs> architectural school, anything that happened between 1900 and 1999, beef with the 20th century. Go. This is way harder than it seems because you're giving me so many options and so there's hella things to have beef with but it's kind of like one of the moments where you're like name a woman and you can't think of anything Gladys Knight (laughs) (laughs) I got this from the show it was hilarious she couldn't name a woman she caved it was funny as fuck Um, but that's that's half a piece (laughs) 
<laughs> Hello. Give or take. Like you're watching it like, really? It's usually a little she bit more than that. She Right? 52%. <laughs> shout out to us. Um, That's a big shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Appropriate. No, no, no. We, we support it. <laughs> <laughs> so truly my beef should be with the other 48%. <laughs> but just I... just 20th century, the 20th then? century, man. Right. Yeah. Um, I was going to say... I think the year is probably like 2006, 2007, the gaucho pants. But that's post 20th century. Yeah, yeah. Let's go 1900 to oh, 1999. Right. Okay, oh, right. Sorry. But okay. fair because the early 2000s are way more 90s than they are 2000s. That you just for a 90s kid. Yeah, but just watch 2003 right now. Like just watch the VMAs of 2003 and the outfits <laughs> look way more 90s. <laughs> You're right. You're you know right. what? If you want it, we'll allow the gauchos. We'll, and we'll add a Jenko we'll add a Jenko addendum. Oh man, yeah, fuck Jenko, man. That shit was wild. Um, but yeah, gauchos fucking suck. And my mom bought me some <laughs> and like would make me wear them. Or like I would try to hide them in my closet and she'd be like, You need to wear the gauchos to this thing that we're going to. And I'd just be like, This is fucking hideous. And I hated <laughs> them so much. And then it became like a thing. What occasion does need do you need to be? Exactly. <laughs> the questions I am asking. <laughs> Like historically, but, <laughs> that word would mean you're going to like a rodeo. That is yeah. what a gaucho does. <laughs> but it'd be like you know, like banquets or like dinners where you're supposed to like look nice too. And it's yeah, like, so where are the gauchos in that top? And I just be like, you do not know how to dress. <laughs> <laughs> so um, be, be with your mom's fashion choices. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> while she is amazing, oof, some terrible choices there. I think everyone becomes a bit like their parents. I think a lot of people don't want to oh, dress like yeah. their parents. For sure. She's a scrapbooker, not a stylist. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Chrissy, uh, how can folks find you and your work in the ways you want to be found? Oh, super easy. You can find me at Chrissy, Q-U-R-I-S-S-Y, on all of the things. Or, and it's really great when you're the only one out here named Chrissy. It is a... Royce name. Yeah. Thank you. Shout to out to my dad. To a common name with an understandable, unique spelling. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just sprinkle perfect, the glitter perfect on right that. And you get to be a Q. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. The best yeah. letter in the alphabet. I'll give you I that. Do say so myself. That's a, that's it's a, a fire letter. Yeah, no, that's a fair claim. Even like Scrabble agrees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you will get the most points. Yeah, you just did some shit if you exactly, bust a Q. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Shout out to my dad, a real nigga. <laughs> Uh, we're at Ergo Radio. the first time I call my dad a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it was on mic. Yeah. <laughs> like, out loud to other people. <laughs> but I'm just going to say, I, I'm going to make an assumption. Quality nigga. Hey. <laughs> well, great A nigga. I, I, I love him. I think we're going to need someone else to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm not leaving that out and I'm not <laughs> putting it in. <laughs> My hands are cut. Uh, we're at Ergo Radio. Deba underscore AF. At Ergo Kiss. And uh, unfortunately, we'll be back next week in Chicago <laughs> showcasing the folks reshaping the culture of the city for the more equitable and creative. Much less to the people. Peace. Rosie. Daniel. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Look who's here in the studio. It's me. How's it feel to be in here? Well, I was a little nervous uh -huh. earlier, but mm -hmm. now I'm a little more calm. Wonderful. And I'm staring directly <laughs> into your eyes. But we do that all the time anyway. Yeah, but there's not always all this equipment in between us. Well, maybe this will help. Let's play a game. Okay. 
So I'm thinking maybe like a taboo. Taboo. Like I'll give you some clues and then you'll have to guess what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Does that know, make sense? I know how to play taboo, Daniel. Oh, you'd prefer if I did not taboo explain? Yes, please. All right, let's get started. Timer on the clock. Ooh. All right, first up. Okay. It's an independent podcast app. Got it. It embraces the open world of podcasting instead of locking it down. Mm-hmm. It has no exclusives. Mm-hmm. No premium content. All right. No paywalls. Great. And it's a great podcast app for everyone. Mm-hmm. Do you think you know it? I think I do. Huh. What do you think it is? Sounds like the Overcast app. Beep, 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 beep. Toots got it. Yay. Look at that. I win. Nicely done. How does one get the app? Well, if one were to want to get the app, one could get it for free in the app store. Fantastic. Cool. You going to check it out? I might. Very wonderfully noncommittal. Excellent. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Let's get out of here. Bye.